Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is July 20th, 2022. This is your AEW post show from Fightful. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. We have shows every day this week leading up to ROH Death Before Dishonor on Saturday night. Will Washington and Denise Salcedo will be covering that for you. But tonight, we got Alex Palowski here with us. Alex, um... Look at your stupid little hat. Uh, I may have, I may have pre-celebrated. You I think? may have, I may have brought this on myself. Sean, you're gonna be mad at me for not bringing up this up earlier, but uh, your your microphone sounds a little tinny. Oh, wonderful! I, I'm glad that you you didn't bring it up earlier. Honestly, um, I didn't even notice it until now. But uh, yeah, um, man, yeah, I'm I am the the pain maker in that I have been made to be in pain by. Putting like going into my daughter's like like art supplies, finding a washable Crayola marker, coloring in around the eyes, and finding a stupid little hat, and getting all excited to celebrate Jericho losing because of course he was going to lose because it's absolute insanity to to book anything other than that, and now I look like a complete ass times two. Now you're muted. How does my mic sound? It's a little, it's a little better, I guess. I guess we'll try this again. That's it's it's better than being not heard at all. Please leave a thumbs up. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Much better. Uh, yesterday we broke news that Kenny Omega is uh, in the tentative plans to make a return. Today we revealed the Bound for Glory location. All kinds of big wrestling news over at FightfulSelect.com. It's the most direct way to support us, but other ways you can support us. Super Chats, Humper Chats. Today I did a show, What Do You Guys Want to Talk About, where it was completely dictated by your Super Chats and Humper Chats. But you know what? Here we are right now. HumperChats.com or live here on YouTube. You can donate a Super Chat. Get your question, statement read on the air, addressed on the air. And Nerd Guru says, I can feel Alex's pain while he's wearing the Jericho midlife crisis costume. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Tony P says, not AEW related, but I hear Mella has been getting called out recently about the 
badass with a great ass line. I haven't heard anything about it and couldn't imagine caring about that line either way. No, no certainly. Chris Kessler says, I'm very knowledgeable about pro wrestling, but I don't care about ROH or Cole Carter or Miu. I want to watch AEW storylines or wrestlers. It's too much. Well, I mean, this was an open challenge for the FTW championship and uh, somebody that they could at least capitalize off of a, a small smidgen of buzz on in yeah. Cole Carter. Uh, we'll talk about, more about him later, but what did you think when you heard that Cole Carter was going to be in there? Um, I mean, I thought it would, they, you know, it's, it's shark week. Last time we saw him, he was sleeping with the fishes. I mean, I, I get it. Um, however, uh, there are I'm sure lots of like actually signed AEW wrestlers who'd love an opportunity to go. How long was that match? Like 10 minutes Yeah. with Ricky Starks in a named dynamite special <laughs> fighter fest night two. Like I'm sure there's at least 15 guys in the locker room who would have killed for an opportunity to go 10 minutes with Ricky Starks for a title, even if they knew they were going to lose in a big spot in the middle of dynamite. It, it feels weird unless you say, Oh, we're planning on signing Cole Carter. And then yes. we're going to, we're going to strap a rocket to his back and we're going to have him be the guy who eventually takes the FTW title off of Ricky Starks. I should add, None of those things sound like a good idea to me. Unless you're planning on doing all that, doing this doesn't make a lot of sense. It seems like because of the the, the magic they captured in a bottle with Matt Martell and, and Chase Parker, sure. they're very much like, let's see if we can do it again with sure. literally everybody right. from NXT. And um, they were very special cases. Uh, we'll talk more about him later on, though. But Brody King versus Darby kicked off the show. And this was Brody kicking the living shit out of Darby. This was how I think the match should go. Far too often we see guys like Brody get put in the position where they reach that top spot, uh, which was a title match after the, the, the Rampage Royale or whatever the hell it was called. And then they're de-emphasized. He looked, this, this was bigger to me than him winning that battle royal because I knew he was going to lose the title match. I think we all did. And that Gonzo bomb at the end was the naughtiest I've ever seen him pull Man. off. Dude, I used to do that with like my wrestling buddies and right. my action figures when I was little. And I was like, there's no way this could safely be pulled off. It was, and it looked amazing. This was a brutal ass whipping. This was wonderful. Yeah. Um, it is it is funny because I after after this segment let's call it the, the full match what happened afterwards uh i was like this is one of the hottest starts to any dynamite that i can remember like i can't wait to see the rest of this culminated of course capped off with the perfect feud ending match where teddy kingston gets to beat jericho once and for all um so i was riding high during this whole thing i loved brody king uh just finding different ways to murder darby allen over and over again. I, I also like how Darby Allen was like, okay, let's see. How can I beat this guy who's three times my size? And finding different ways of like whatever offense he could possibly get on him. Like I question how uh, wrapping a guy's legs up in a belt is different than hitting him with the belt. Yes. Like that's kind of using a foreign object. Um, but I liked the ingenuity. If they're not going to call it, it's not a foul. So yeah, wrap his legs up in the thing, drag him out, get him on his knees. Because then you can do your crazy, you know, homicide dive at him. 
and and it'll actually affect him. I thought that was that was all good. Uh, the Gonzo bomb, amazing. Him dropping him to the outside with the same choke and then waiting for him to, to get counted out, I thought was a cool thing. It also showed that, um, that King was like, I'm done with this kid. I don't want to fight him anymore. Yeah, I'm there's no reason. Him, uh, yeah, I'm just going to throw him to the outside and hopefully he's unconscious for, for the 10 count. And then when Darby pissed him off by diving back in the ring, then he's like, well, now I'm going to drop you on your head as hard as possible. And to me, like, there's no reason for those two specifically to fight again. Brody King beat the living shit out of him. Like, it was yep. so one-sided. I love it. Joey Bag of Donuts says, is Brody getting a push or is Darby being de-emphasized? Seemed like Darby has been losing a lot lately. He has. And uh, I think that after the hot streak that he was on, and he's not figured into any of the title programs, it's very clear. It, it's more focused on the Sting and Darby aspect of things than it is Darby as an individual wrestler. And I imagine there's going to be some growth from a character standpoint as a result of this. But uh, I think Brody's also getting uh, a bit of a push. And I, I think that that's great. All Elite Dan says, love seeing Brody King on a roll lately. The Sting Malachi face-off gave me chills. No one would be as cool as Miro in those shades. Well, Sting comes out. Lights go off, lights go on. It's Malachi. I didn't mind this lights off, lights on. Uh, usually I like it to be for somebody who's returning or appearing or something, but it we're conditioned for that in yeah. House of Black segments now. And I think that that works really, really well. The Mist, uh, as Joey Bag of Donuts says, has to give him uh, flashbacks of the Great Muta with that Mist. You know, Alex, I was thinking yeah. the other day, yes. the first match that I ever laid eyes on that made me love wrestling mm-hmm was some random-ass WCW cage match, and it was Ric Flair standing on the top turnbuckle inside the cage on one end, the Great Muta on the other end, and then it was the night that Sting climbed up and he tore his knee. And I'm sitting there thinking, all three of those sons of bitches are still wrestling, right? (laughs) All three of them. Uh, Probably shouldn't be, but here we go. Uh, Miro coming out. People want to love him. People have wanted to love him for a very, very long time. So I like that it's like, well, I'm not necessarily here for Sting and Darby. I'm here because you guys pissed me off. Yeah. And I'll do whatever I need to handle business. Um, this Everything, po- like the match, I loved. I loved everything post-match even more. Like Brody picking up Darby and keeping choking him out while watching the entranceway. Like, I'm daring you to come out and save your son, Sting. I'm I, I, I'm daring you, and Sting does it, and he immediately gets the better of Brody because he's Sting, and then the lights go out, and I love like I'll always excuse the lights going out out if they if they come back up, and we get an amazing stare down like Malachi staring right into the face of Sting, and then he spits the mist into Sting. Now here's the thing: if if Sting somehow gets corrupted by the mist, here's what I need: I need black face paint with the white lines on it. Like an inverse oh, yes. Like that would be really cool looking. Um, but then Miro comes out, we think, to save Darby and Sting. But the promo that he did on uh, Rampage, where he was like, um, "Did uh, God, did you make a deal with the devil to destroy me or to recruit me? Like, that's awesome. Uh, but he comes down with the two, with the shades. And one is like that old 70s, like, like almost yellow orangish and the yeah. other one is black 
So we don't know what's in the eye behind that shade. And I'm they are playing this to a T. I love it. The, is Miro going to fight Malachi or join Malachi is like my favorite thing in the world right now. I can't wait to see more of it. Kevin Hale says all the AEW injuries, yet Darby lives for another week. Badass. And Rerun says... The opening segment with Brody, Brody Darby and the Malachi Sting and Namiro was an all-timer. Made me nostalgic for when I became a fan in the, the 90s. Well, buddy, if you are nostalgic, StarCast 5 is for you. I want to thank them for sponsoring our show. Uh, StarCast.com is where you can go to learn more, but we're going to tell you a little bit more now. The weekend gets started with the roast of Ric Flair Friday night, July 29th. I'll be in Nashville. I'll be at StarCast. The next day, you'll have panels from Brian Danielson, Claudio, Horse, Horseman Reunion. You got Bret Hart talking that SummerSlam 92 match with Davey Boy Smith. Sunday, they've got the former Paige, Foley, Kevin Nash, Matt Hardy, and a lot more. All a part of StarCast 5. Pictures, autographed, all the same great convention stuff. But this year, they've got a ton of wrestling matches. GCW, Black Label Pro on Saturday, New J- or Friday rather, New Japan on Saturday. Ric Flair's last match on Sunday was announced. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett taking on Andrade and Ric Flair. So effectively, you have WWE contracted and AEW contracted there. But the card is really, really good. I am particularly excited for Killer Cross, Harry Smith, which is a rematch of the Bloodsport match they had that was fantastic. Josh Alexander and Jacob Fatu. You got Motor City Machine Guns against the Wolves. Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson representing the Horsemen against Kerry and Ricky Morton. That's a blast from the past. You got the Briscoes, Von Erichs, Rinderita, Clark Connors, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, Ray Phoenix, Bandito, and a lot more. Uh, you've got all this available at StarCast.com. It's going to be on pay-per-view, cable, satellite, or fight for Ric Flair's last match as well. Check it out, RicFlair'sLastMatch.com. Tickets are still available for the event at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium for $39. Check it out. StarCast 5. So Jay Lethal cut his promo. He's facing uh, Samoa Joe. Man, it's Samoa Joe has been such a non-entity on this program lately, and I don't know if it was because of pre-existing uh, like things or like things that he couldn't do, but I've almost forgotten about the guy on the show. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, it's intentional to like like the the return pop at Death Before Dishonor is going to be huge. Um, uh, I, I love I just I think that that there's a way to you know, like you know keep him off TV. And I loved Christopher Daniels coming out like Samoa Joe's not here to like they're not going to come here because you want him to. He's going to come show up at Death Before Dishonor. He's going to take care of business in the ring and like that's great. And I think that. The only thing I'm missing for a real Samoa Joe run, because I've loved his work in ring since he came back to AEW, I need that promo where he rips the guts out of somebody with his yeah. words. Like I, I, I need one of those, um, and I think we'll get it eventually. I think, but, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him again. Even though I do think they're probably going to put the belt on Lethal. Did you happen to catch that Shark Week is coming up soon, Alex? I did. I, I did happen to catch that. That shit got annoying real quick. Uh, yeah. Who do you think is in the uh, mascot outfit? Uh, well, Nyla Rose posted a picture of herself in it. It was Twitter. a different one, though, wasn't it? Was it? A, I don't know if it was a different one. I think one, it was though. a different one. I mean, here's the thing. 
Um, Maybe it'd be gonna, Kenny if, again. If you're going to do a person in, in the mascot outfit, you got to pay off who's in the mascot outfit like later. Like that's got to be the thing that you do, but they didn't do that. I mean, maybe, maybe on down the line, you know, they had the Bernard, the business bear and that's true. And the stay puffed marshmallow man and all that yeah. stuff. So anything's possible. It would be funny if it was just shark boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good work. If you can get it, I guess. BCC defeated best friends. I, when people ask me who I think the most underrated wrestler is in the world, I think Chuck Taylor's up there. I, I've He's always great. said that. I uh, always love the aggression in which he competes. And that was certainly the case again tonight. I love this. I think this is good. Um, seeing Yuta in there with Moxley is, is great too, because it doesn't feel like just because Brian Danielson has heard that this is thrown by the wayside and they've forgotten about it. He's continuing on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the, all that. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I missed everything that you just said because I've been like everyone's tweeting at me how how stupid I look. Oh, um, also, also, I just want to say for the Starcast plug, Jonathan Gresham versus Nick Wayne versus yes. Takeshita versus Alan Angels got announced. That's my crazy. god. That's my crazy. god. But uh, BCC versus best friends. Yes. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I, I, I'm, I'm, I loved all of this. I literally. Every the story that Wheeler Yuta told himself, like Mox was also a really cool little char character involved in the story, but Wheeler Yuta, um, like obviously hating Trent because Trent always hated Wheeler Yuta was a really cool thing. And Chuck Taylor trying to be the good guy about everything and be like, Trent, it's cool, he's cool, like he's not with yeah. us anymore, but he's still cool. And then Wheeler Yuta just hauling off and socking like chuck taylor in the mouth and uh and then chuck taylor deciding now i'm going to destroy wheeler yuda because you i was trying to be nice to you kid and now i'm gonna kick your ass and mox just losing his mind protecting his young lion like that was really i loved all of this uh, i think that trent and um trent and chuck like having to wrestle with an edge because they're they're like no no funny stuff like hey we're all wearing tie-dye. Like, no, no, no. Like, they're trying to murder Wheeler Yuta, and if Mox gets in the way, he's going to get some, too. I thought that was all great. All for this. Loved it. Loved it. Um, BCC, as as a unit, just makes a lot of sense. You're elevating Wheeler Yuta and, and, and whatnot. And best friends, like, for a while, it looked like maybe that was going to be thrown by the wayside in favor of Rapongi Vice. As it turns out, that was just a way to keep Rapongi Vice on TV, especially uh, Trent. So I'm all for that as well. I thought this was yeah. pretty good. I thought this is one of the better things of the show. Britt Lockman says, feels like Yuta could write a textbook on how to get over quickly as he has. I mean, the circumstances had an awful lot to do with it too, but I mean, he definitely delivered when Absolutely. he needed to deliver. Yeah, and low-key, I'm, I'm looking forward to that match this weekend. Like, real looking forward to him and Daniel Garcia. Nice hype package for Claudio Gresham. Love that they're using Ian Riccoboni. Love that he's going to yep. be at ROH as well. Yeah. Um, Kevin Gates. So they leaned in heavy to Kevin Gates. And yep. even then, like, I don't know shit about Kevin Gates. I know the two phone song, but that's it. But even then, I was like, y'all are leaning in a little too heavy on, like, Kevin Gates is here. Boy, did he friggin' sock 
-hmm. Tony Nese one just yep. cracked him. And then I get a tweet from somebody and let me read it verbatim. Okay, good. Let me read this out loud. Okay, hold on. Croncade said, and keep in mind, I'm not fact-checking this. <laughs> Dude fucked his cousin and bragged about it and kicked a woman out of his bed for not sucking his dog's dick. I wish I was making this up. This sounds like it came straight out of Matt Hughes' autobiography. It does. Have you have you checked into that yet? No, I have not. You need not, to. Oh no, Matt Hughes' autobiography. Yes, I did check into that. It's pretty I have wild, not checked, right? I have not checked into the kicking a woman out of bed for not sucking your dog's dick. Did not do that yet. So uh, <laughs> apparently, I did look into it a little. <laughs> I did look into it, and he said something. His excuse was that he told the woman. You should be sucking that dog's dick because at least he's loyal. This is horrible. This is a horrible thing to say to a person. Yes, it is. In any context. It is. It is. Yep. And somebody said, I had to look into it when I saw it. The dog part was more of a joke, but the cousin part is legit. Yes. So, but I don't care. In any context, that's pretty messed up. It is. It is messed up. It's pretty messed up. Yep. Um, <laughs> the Briscoes can't get on this show. No, they cannot. <laughs> they can't get on this show. Can't do it. Mike Tyson has been on this show. Yes. Kevin Gates has been on this show after yes. saying the things that he said. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, good punch on, on Kevin Gates. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about <laughs> all this Kevin Gates business. I don't I don't have anything to say about Kevin Gates. I, I'll talk about the guys who are on the show that I actually watch the show for. Swerve is um, great, by the way. I know he's Swerve, listening. Swerve is amazing. Uh, Swerve's amazing. Keith Lee's amazing. I that the the promo they showed on, I guess, the road two or something uh, with them after winning the titles last week, um, where Keith Lee um, and Swerve talk about how. They had their problems. I love the swerve and that what again, it's just not a thing on YouTube. I wish they would have him actually say it on TV because on TV is where we all watched him blatantly betray his tag partner in that battle royal. Um so it was it was a lot like a eh. Well, well, yes, that, that was that was true, but then the whole thing afterwards was them not getting along because of it on the stuff when he's with but in this little promo thing he says. I wanted to win so bad, to get gold so yes. bad. I was willing to sacrifice anything to do it. And I see now that I was wrong to betray my brother. Love Keith. it. Like that's, Love that. That's amazing. That's, a, that's character development and growth. That's what I want to see in a it, weekly show. It doesn't matter if it's this or Better Call Saul. I want to see weekly growth in the characters as they, they become different people and tell the story. So I love now. That we that we had that little they made sense hic- of it that little hiccup in their relationship and they've smoothed it out and now are a force like when they walk out together like first to Swerve's music and then to Keith Lee's music like it's just beautiful to watch these two guys together they're so damn cool and I love that they're the tag champs. Oh, Elite Dan said Swerve and Keith Lee look so good with gold. They do, and uh, if you're 
listen, I, I would have loved to have gotten FTR bucks at all out, but you know what? I'm not going to complain about, I ain't complaining about swerving Keith Lee versus FTR. Cause I haven't seen that one yet. And I can't wait to see that dynamic. Right. I can't wait to see FTR working with a team, right. the, the traditional big man, fast man team yeah. that they grew up watching for right. so long and, and probably imagining how to work against that style. And, you want to talk about instant chemistry? Swerve and Keith Lee, the instant in-ring chemistry in yeah. which they possessed yeah. was just automatic. So, I mean, again, I don't mind them teasing the dissension and all that because, as you said, they made sense of it. They made it good. And yeah. that that's a storyline. That, that adds to it. It doesn't yeah. have to be like some big overwhelming story. It's something right. that led to the eventual story and the payoff. Yeah, I, I, um, I almost don't want them to do that yet because mm-hmm. FTR is a juggernaut. And I feel like if you're going to have them lose to Swerve and, Swerve and Our Glory, which they need to because Swerve and Our Glory doesn't need to lose the belts yet, not for a while at least, then you got to do some weird finish I don't like. So what you can do is you can have Swerve and Our Glory face somebody else, build some other team for them to face, and then you can have FTR versus the Young Bucks for the ROH titles for the IWGP titles, whatever you want to put on the line. Like, here's it is. We're, we're, we're carrying three sets of belts. Young Bucks, you can have them all if you can beat us. And then do that match for all those titles instead on the same card because we all know All Out's going to have 15 matches on it. You got plenty of super chats. Uh, we've got Jay Rush saying, do we, who do we think the next challengers are for the tag titles? Appreciate your reviews every week. Tonight was not sour. I think it's probably FTR. I don't know how, if they win this weekend, you could ignore them at this point. You can't right. do it. Yeah. Joel says this show has certainly gone off the rails as per usual. Yeah. DJ Page says, so how many people am I going to have to explain who JD and Kevin Gates are tonight? Well, most people my age know who Jermaine Dupree is because right. he, he was impossible to ignore for a long time. Right. Um, but yeah. Sean, welcome to Atlanta where the players play. What is this bullshit? He works he works one Wednesday. Yeah. And he can't stay out of the spotlight, this guy. <laughs> spotlight Thursday is 9 30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. Yeah, that's when did that start happening at nine? I was still planning on it being around two for like three months after it was at nine. When Steven Jensen got a shoot job and we had to change plans. Oh okay. I'm only here to plug Alex Pulowski retweeted it, probably without actually hearing it. But it's my true. acclaimed Jim Ross rap is about to be a big hit. Ooh. Is it <laughs> my ass? No. <laughs> it was when he was like, I'm a bitch. I'm the bitch. I'm that bitch. I put that over the acclaimed beat. <laughs> and just put it on Twitter. It's some of my finest work, I must say. <laughs> Jeremy, when's the last time we were on a podcast together? Uh, I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a, a while. year? It's been a long time. Yeah, been he a stopped. He, he's a trendsetter. He stopped working Fridays long before I did. <laughs> you got better things to do than watch wrestling. What What can get you to cover SmackDown on Fridays now? Oh man, I don't <laughs> cover. What What kind of trade package would I have to put together? <laughs> I'd have to. Tra- I'd have to trade Denise to overbooked <laughs> to, to make that happen. 
I don't even watch the show, much less want to cover if, it. I if did Jer- cover it like two weeks ago, actually. If Jeremy was a GM and I said, listen, I just want you to cover SmackDown, he'd be like, listen, I'm going to need all three of the Grapsity guys, Denise, and whoever you got filling in for you on Fridays as well. Yes. Open overbook. Everyone go to my Twitter, at Jeremy Lambert 88 and watch the Jim Ross acclaimed video. I spent a whole... 15 minutes on it, but I'm very proud of the way I was able to cut it together. Sean Ross app, you retweet all my troll tweets that get me in trouble with people. How about you retweet this one? You can't play it on air because we we probably get copyright struck because the acclaimed theme. I'm going to listen to it. Okay. It's really good. Here we go. (laughs) Whose house? Lamb's house. One of the lambs around. Well, lamb's got to be here somewhere. <laughs> and you're you're right, Jeremy. <laughs> I, I absolutely did uh, okay, retweet it without listening to it because yes, I, trust I saw you, you retweet. I was like, "Blasty on air." I don't know, yep. like, I, I don't know if he's actually listened to this, but <laughs> I was very proud of it. Put me over, it Sean Ross. It was good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, we got we got super chats, Jeremy. Oh, that's. A- that's good. Nerd Guru says, can we get a mo- Mox a title feud, though? Got nothing. I would imagine. Well, I thought they were going to set up Eddie Kingston in the future, but. Yeah, uh, I just Je- loses. Jeremy, who do you think challenges Mox in the six weeks before All Out? He's going to wrestle Dax and Cash, and then CM Punk's going to come back. That would be great. That makes sense. Yeah. The Lambs had yep. that speak first. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, please stop checking my account. When you put that on StreamYard, please, because people think that it's a headline that I'm actually reporting on. I wanted to do, I wanted to do a troll stream where I said so. I don't know what I was gonna say, but I was gonna link it to your account and to, to Denise's account and see. How yeah, I, I'm gonna do that to Denise's uh, one day. Daniel Lar says more pillar to post, please. Every every other uh, Tuesday, it'll be back next Tuesday. So yeah, I am gonna get on a schedule with pillar to post because it's very. Everyone proud of you. Do you have an air conditioner running in there? No, it's my computer fan because I don't actually have a mic right now. I'm Your computer couch. fan? I'm a computer couch. fan? Yeah. This what? is an impromptu run-in you, to put myself over. What my kind phone. of Hewlett Packard are you running with the speakers that hook to the side of the monitor? A this computer is, fan? I have one of those. In, in you make house. a full-time living doing this <laughs> I'm on, I'm on, you know, kind of rest mode right now. I'm not at the desk or anything. I work you got, the you got the Tandy PC with Stellar Seven loaded up on the disc. Mm-hmm. Come I'm on, for what another are we... raise after the Brian Danielson headline? Everyone's advocating for another raise. Oh my God, dude, you're getting a Dell. Oh, that's great. What a great was. <laughs> All right, I won't ruin your show anymore. Hi, Alex Falowski. Hi, it was good to see you, Jeremy. Pain maker makeup. Yeah. I was going to do that tomorrow. I think I still have to. It's very good. <laughs> Let's Bye, get back guys. to these super chats, please. Yeah, sure. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, Alex. Or goodbye, Jeremy. Yeah, bye. Uh, Alex goodbye, is hanging Jason. around. Yeah, I guess so. Bako5 says the barbed wire match sucks more than Kevin Gates' cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Jeez, sucks. Kylie says that Dynamite was pretty great. And uh, thankfully, after that cousin comment, JDB Pringle says, Mental health information is the 16th National Suicide Hotline. Phone number is now 988. You can reach it via phone or text. Take care of yourselves. Pass this important info along. One love. 
Andrew Klaus says, should we be worried that Buddy Matthews wasn't with House of Black? Wrong guy went over in the main event, kept waiting for Brian to make the save. Uh, Buddy Matthews is in Australia. So, no, I don't think it's anything concerning. Roy says, Chuck caught him that pin was a great line. That was a good line. Like, yeah. occasionally you get those, those pieces of gold. Yeah. Mr. Showtime says, AEW knows what they're doing, having JR come out of the heel tunnel. Thanks for all the hard, hard work. Joel Pearl sucks. All hail SRS, your true fightful champion. I beat Josh Alexander in a scooter race to earn a fightful title shot. Wow. And I hear that Joel Pearl is trying to insert some stipulations like i can't punch anybody in the face that wear glasses which i would never do anyway that's horrible but uh yeah i I think that it's a good good idea to have jr do the the final hour as a a lighten lighten his load a little bit uh yes depend depending on which matches he calls that's a fair point whether or not he doesn't understand why jade cargo calls herself that bitch that is fair. <laughs> Butcher and Blade attack Silver and Reynolds. Uh, they got Butcher and the Blade shirts that say Butch. Yes. And they they said, let's put his ass through the wall. But they actually put Reynolds' head through the wall. Yeah. So uh, no ass prints. But no, no ass prints. But listen, this, this I, I wouldn't, good. I wouldn't hate to see Butcher and Blade eventually join Dark Order, Alex. Interesting. Like they become fun loving, and we see a different side of them. Mm-hmm. I think that could be fun. It could be fun. Christian Cage and Luchasaurus defeat the Varsity Blondes. I mean, we saw this coming. Well, we saw Christian and Luchasaurus yes. defeating Not, the Varsity Blondes. Of course. Yes. It was, it was happened, fine. The thing that happened afterwards, I would we argue, didn't. I did not see coming. No. Yes. Uh, for those that have wondered... Uh, Jungle Boy has not been hurt. He was selling the the right. impact of the that. I had a lot of people asking about his status. Daniel says he wishes Jungle Boy stayed away a bit longer. I think he stayed away long enough. I think a solid month or so is enough for for that particular attack, sure. Alex. Him coming back now, I think, is a great spot. It was the thing that happened right after him coming back that leaves me scratching my head. Because I don't know why you have Christian turn luchasaurus to the dark side and then give him a like a mask that's like black and yes. and have him turn him heel and actually have him like playing big man smashing dudes through tables and murdering dudes and he's got like he's got this this really vicious version of the snare trap a, a, a move i would argue that you give him specifically for him to use on jungle boy like there's a, a whole story to be told with Jungle Boy comes back and Christian has somehow has Luchasaurus under his control. And no matter what Jungle Boy says, Luchasaurus is with Christian. And eventually, Christian like eventually Luchasaurus is convinced by by Jungle Boy to turn back to the dark to the good side. And I would say that's like a month to three month story maybe even culminating at all out in the big Christian versus Jungle Boy match with, with Luchasaurus at ringside type of deal. To have Jungle Boy come out now after being gone for a month and Luchasaurus walk out to meet him and then be like, okay, you could go beat up my best friend Christian right now is really weird and doesn't make a lot of sense to me to do it that way. That feels very WWE to tell the story that fast because you have no confidence in how you're going to tell 
all the middle chapters, so you just skip to the end. So Rich says, I call bull that Luchasaurus' heel run is all, all, is over already. If it is, what a waste. I agree. I All we saw was him step aside. And yeah. we didn't necessarily see him attack Christian Cage or anything like no, that. No, but him allowing... It maybe, maybe it was all a plan to get Jungle Boy to think Luchasaurus is actually on his side. I mean, Jungle Boy got nowhere near Christian. Christian had that that four four forty speed running up those stairs, like I I maybe maybe that's what we're gonna get to, but it just felt way too fast. I, I hope I I hope that they're gonna keep this going for a while. Yeah, I think that I think that this is far from over. I think this is far from over. Jungle Boy chasing Christian to his theme was comedy. It was yes. so funny. Yes, it was, was so funny. Yes. I'm excited to see Jungle Boy back. This is very clearly a match for All Out, and it's a hell of a match for All Out. Yeah. And I would love that to kind of determine where Luchasaurus ends up. Like, he's torn. He he doesn't know what to do yet. Like, he sees sure. the upside of siding with Christian, but, but Jungle Boy is his buddy. And then you know what? Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus is a hell of a program to do as well. Right. So I, I think there's a lot that can be can be done there as well yeah we had we had the gun club interview they got a rap battle set for rampage oh that'll, that'll be, be fun that, that will not near be whatever it is won't be as good as jeremy lambert's tweet yes ricky starks defeats cole carter this was a fine match it was all right but yeah. uh again I, i'm with you it going that long didn't seem like I it think was, that I think it was it was a showcase match for Cole Carter. Like yes. they were like, here, kid, go in there with one of our very best and have him on the ropes. Like there was one really great two count that he got. Like, so I mean, he looked good in the match. Like here, this was in no way a squash. This was one of the very best rookie starks against this newcomer. I mean. Whatever I saw of him in NXT 2.0, I was like, oh, he's promising. I didn't think he was this. You know, like, I didn't think he was like, hey, let's plug him in and he'll he'll be challenging our top guys if he comes into AEW thing. I thought he'd get a couple of good matches on Dark and let's let, give him a look-see, which I guess he's had elsewhere. But this felt like it was like a, a moment where like, hey, this is our this is a, one of our new young guys. Take a look at him. And I, I, I mean, fine. He seems fine, but it was, it would seem out of the blue to me. Board guy says, "Why didn't or why did Ricky Starks do a flare tastic promo a couple of weeks ago? He's not on the last match card, right? Maybe he's looking for a booking. He will be in Nashville at Starcast, mm-hmm. Starcast.com. And Zach uh, says, "Oh my God, what is Troy Four Nichols Donovan doing in the All Elite Zone? <laughs> Four Nichols is great. I mean, that Four him, ge- <laughs> him getting that opportunity here as opposed to being booked on yeah. Dark was yeah. surprising to me. Yes." I do know he's got some friends in high places as well, though. Right. Uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I I, th- I definitely don't think he did anything to not get himself booked in the future. No. And I love the reference that Ricky Starks. Yes. He, it, it's the wrestling multiverse. And he's like, yeah. the last time we saw you, you were sleeping with the fishes. Well, now it's shark week. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, this is good. You know, and I mean, it's, it's uh, what I, what I'm missing now is, is, uh, is a little uh, Tony D'Angelo. Cutting a promo 
yes. on his on his on his former guy who somehow made it out of the river alive. And I'm gonna track you down. I swear to God. Like there's <laughs> gotta be something there to him. I love it. I, I he got to do that. So after this, Ricky Starks makes another open challenge, and Danhausen accepts. But Ricky Starks cuts a promo, makes fun of Danhausen, and says, "Next week it'll happen." This is fun. Good way to promote next week. I love the FTW title being defended more as well. Yeah, I, I also love Dan Housen being like, I, yes, I am coming out here to uh, to challenge for the fun Taffy Walrus Championship. And I, like, I don't know, like, what, what he would say. But I think it would, I, I, um, I'm, I'm happy about it. This will be fun. Next week should be, should be a fun time. Ricky Starks has got to get his rest. He's got to make sure that he's ready to go, Alex. Yes, absolutely. So he needs helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Make sure you get your rest. Helix Sleep changed my life. I was sleeping on this crappy slab of memory foam for a long time. Thought that I was getting a good deal. I wasn't. I needed to invest in my sleep, so I got a Helix Sleep mattress. I took the Helix quiz. I was matched with the Dusk Lux model because I wanted something that was in between soft and firm, and I slept on my back. Now, because of the versatility of helixsleep.com slash Fightful, I'm able to sleep on my side. Gives me a fuller night's sleep as well. I'm not waking up all the time whenever I roll over. I'm sleeping through the night more than ever. It helped me out a lot. And when I happened to look, it was during the pandemic. Didn't want to roll around on a mattress that somebody else had been on the uh, at a mattress store. So I went to helixsleep.com. And then after I got it, I tried it out, loved it. I hit them up and I said, let's do business. And they said, I well, now you can go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that gives you the best sleep of your life. They got a 10-year warranty, and you can try it out 100 nights risk-free. If you want some even, even more flexibility, they've got financing options, pay, payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. You can all invest in your sleep now. They have a soft, medium, firm mattresses, ones that cool you down if you sleep hot, ones that align your spine even a plus mattress for plus sized sleepers. Get something that's perfect for the way that you sleep. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They even have mattresses with specialized cooling technology if you're burning up right now in the summer. I love Helix Sleep. It legitimately changed my life. It's good stuff. Bailey Fuller says, honestly, Hook should have taken the open challenge. I haven't seen much of Hook lately. No, they, they did this interview with him last week, and they were, were like, uh, um, hey, uh, Hook, you're undefeated. Are, are you coming for gold soon? He didn't say anything and walked away. Like, I, I think eventually you got to do something with it, but yeah. Nathan DePaul says, two dimes entered witness protection under the alias Cole Carter. That would be cool if a lot of like his moveset was – in reference to that sure. because for a long time, he's going to be known as that guy. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Kai says, I love the turn on Christian made me think Luchasaurus was keeping the prey fresh for jungle boy. So he could have first pickings. And it was good to me. Uh, Kai, I don't know that we've necessarily seen that through as of yet. I think there's more than meets the eye. And I hope so, because I think there's more meat on the bone. Oh, that's good. I, um, I, what I thought that, that, that Luchasaurus was doing was allowing Jungle Boy to walk past him so that he could reach out and grab him by the hair and pull him back. And like, like there was kind of something there, like something to do there. I, I think there's still 
uh, uh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. There's got to be a match between the boy and his dinosaur. Like where where Jungle Boy doesn't want to hurt Luchasaurus, but Luchasaurus must because the new master told me I have to. Like there's hmm. there's got to be that match out there somewhere. Volob says, even the pain maker sleeps on a Helix mattress. Wow, Zach... Schimmel, our, our friend here, has gifted 10 memberships for Fightful's YouTube. Oh, wow. We appreciate you so much. Also, we, we are uh, simulcasting on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming for those of you interested. But thank you to Zach. He is always so generous to us and always, uh, man, he, he's just so cool to us all the time. FTR, what a great promo. Man, FTR, they cut a promo on the Briscoes who can't be on the show. Right. And listen, I'll do respect to Cash, but that Dax aspect of it, talking about how there was a girl, five-year-old girl who had a hole in her heart, had to work her ass off to fill that hole in her heart. Uh, and that was his daughter. And he said, we're going to fight like an eight-year-old girl on Saturday. What a great God damn line what, a, this, what he's wrestler of the year right now this yeah, guy he, he really is um he's uh th there's there's nothing i love like a good old-fashioned he, he don't read fight. the damn articles but he's wrestler of the year <laughs> uh there's nothing i love more than a good old-fashioned baby face fire promo yeah like, that talks you into the building like that that was it man like like I like if you if you if you were like, I mean I don't know why you would be after their first match, but if you were non-committal on the whole, you know, FTR versus the Briscoes too, I don't know if I really want to see that match. After this promo, you are desperately need FTR to win for Dax's little girl. Like it's a perfect, yeah. it's a perfect promo. This was just, man. Okay, so honestly, when in, in New Japan, there weren't a, a wealth of promos being cut. In Ring of Honor, there weren't a wealth of promos being cut. 
And I'm talking like when they were two and three. You saw more of it because there was such uh, a an, an English language speaking infusion into New Japan. But so many of the popular characters in New Japan that spoke English were heels. They were yeah. part of Bullet Club. So you didn't necessarily see those those babyface fire promos in English. Impact was reaching like all time low at that point, and WDB just wasn't doing good babyface promos. Yeah. Occasionally, like the Kofi Mania thing was really really great, and uh, Becky Lynch's ascension was really really good. But outside of that, you weren't getting like this wealth of great babyface promos to the point where I was like, man, is there an appetite? for baby faces anymore like without the edge the only edge that dax needs is that we know he's passionate maybe to a fault at times about pro wrestling and how much he loves it specifically yeah. tag team wrestling and specifically the things that are important to him and tom lavalley uh brings it up cash still can't believe their faces dax showed exactly why their faces give them all the belt impact in nwa mlw Take your pick and more. I don't think we'll be seeing AEW MLW crossover for a while, but no. Dax is so good at this shit, man. Mm-hmm. And Cash, Cash is great too. Like, man, he's, he's great. Thunderstorm interview interrupted by Britt and uh, Britt and Jamie. At this point, like, I'm like, are there women's tag titles coming or that I don't know about? Like, and I know some of you go, you're the reporter, find it out. I'm trying. I'm trying. But otherwise, I'm like, okay, I would like to see more emphasis put on developing contenders for Thunder Rosa's title. Now, I know she's defending it against Miu next week, and that's going to rule. That's going to rule. Yeah. Yes. But I would love to see them developing other contenders in, in the interim. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I think that um, they don't even need to like get new belts designed. They can just go down to Orlando and fish a couple out of the trash and then like <laughs> slap a new coat of paint on them. And Hey, there you go. Uh, cause, cause WWE has got two sets of women's titles. They're not doing anything with. Yeah. So, you know, Hey, you, you could be the only place like, like impacts got a, got a, not, not a knockout tag division. WWE isn't wanted anymore, so you could be the top te- the top the company with a women's tag division. I got somebody uh, that's in here saying like uh, he's well, he's just shitting on literally everything. He's he's only here excitedly because we're gonna shit on the main event. Right. He's like, oh well, there's there's great promos from from Liv Morgan and and Daniel Bryan and and Big E and and Cody, buddy. Where the fuck was Cody during that period? He was in AEW. What was Big E doing from a singles babyface perspective back then? Nothing. And then when he won it, the best promos that they were allowing that guy to cut were yeah. for boxing, for the love of God. Yeah. Where's Brian Danielson been? Where was he for like several years during that period? Yeah. Nowhere. Then he turned heel. Liv Morgan? What? Wait, that, that, that promo... That they had her cut where they had to make it seem like she didn't give people anything to cheer about, as opposed to WWE just outright not booking her for like right. a year. Like yeah. we're like that. That's the one you're talking about. Instead of the the overwhelmingly like personable stuff that I see of her on on the bump or interviews yeah. I've done with her or Pat McAfee or anything like that. 
Come on. Get the hell out of here, buddy. Right. Put your pants back on. Don't worry. We'll bury the main event for you. You'll leave happy. Yeah. Come on. Like, act it. WWE outright shoots themselves in the foot with babyface booking. And so often, the babyface booking is, well, we've treated this person like shit so much that we ha they have eventually cultivated an audience that is so loyal to them and they want to see them stop getting fucked about. Yeah. So they, they get somebody to cheer for them and that's how they develop them only until Cody, which by the way, he left the company built himself, then got over as a polarizing character in AEW, came over there and was a great baby face. Well, there you go. Come on. Be real. Be real with yourself. I don't even like to talk about WWE during an AEW show and vice versa because I know that there are people that will get so emo over it. Yep. But come on. <sighs> Todd Starr says, Roseanne Miu being rushed next week with a little promotion for people to learn who Miu is. All to get back to Britain, the title picture is why I despise AEW's women's division booking. I want to see somebody built to where I believe that they are an effective threat yeah. to take one of those two titles, mm -hmm. one of those two titles. Yeah. They seem to be doing that with Athena. Like they did that, the thing where like, Hey, I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to say that Statlander, why don't you go for the AW women's title? And I, Athena will go for the TBS title. Because it did seem like they were both going after the TBS title. And I think they realized that eventually they're going to have to not like each other because of that. Because only one of them can be the next TBS champion. So they didn't want to do that match or that feud just yet. So like, oh, Chris, why don't you exit this program and go over there and, and try and uh, hunt down a Thunder Rosa? And I'm, I'm all for a Thunder Rosa versus Statlander program. Yeah, um, uh, I think that's great, and I think I think Statlander will be a champion, whether or not she is the W uh, the AEW Women's Champion or the TBS Champion within the next year. Um, she's 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 got it, but but it is kind of an odd thing that they just can't keep Brit away from Thunder Rosa. Everybody here, please leave a thumbs up. It would, we would appreciate it a lot. Uh, it dropped an interview with Montez Ford this week, for those of you who missed it, as well as I uh, got one with uh, Los Lotharios coming up. If you watch that interview, wait till you see. Uh, Angel Garza charmed me. Oh. I, ha I had the little hard eye emojis just standing oh. there next oh. to the guy. Oh, he's, he's incredible. He's incredible. Also, uh, Graps that he posted an interview with Mikey Ruckus. Uh, Joel Woods says this would mean more if the women's division was taken more seriously instead of the 920 spot every week, AKA the bathroom spot every week before the main event. Uh, Joel, I agree with most of that. I hate the term bathroom spot. Like I can watch AEW while I take a shit now. Right. I've got YouTube TV, man. Like it ain't that serious, but the booking, yes, the booking should be better. A.W. Pringle says, damn, SRS put his Crocs in sport mode for that rant. Like, listen, if you want to come here to watch <laughs> us bury something, that's fine. Because yeah. if it's bad, we're probably going to bury it. Oh, oh like, but, he's going to get his wish. 
I'm yeah. going to get a hold oh, of yeah. that main event. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the first thing he said. He's like, are y'all going to talk about how terrible that is? So then when I see you coming in and being like, oh, but WWE's got lots of good babyface promos. I'm sorry, man, but I've watched every minute. There, I guarantee you I'm among the top 0.1% of, of content WWE watch, watchers of the last, like, three decades yeah. almost everything almost every second of cable televised show that they have aired for 30 years i have watched and i watch main events still for the yeah. love of god just so i can see how people are performing on that show that way when people say why is this person on main event i can say well because they suck ass yeah or i can say hell if i know t-bar is doing bangers every week yeah come on do better and yes, young Sheldon is the bathroom spot. That is true. Big Bang Theory in, in general. Athena and Willow against the baddies. Uh, Layla Gray is sidelined, so this isn't going to end up uh, happening the way that we had anticipated. It's made a tag match, but also announced Willow versus Allison K for Death Before Dishonor. I was surprised Allison K never got brought back yep. uh, after the, the first appearance. And... She's been working NWA quite a bit. I love Willow Nightingale's work. I think that she's incredible. I've been trying to find out if she's signed. I can't believe that if she wasn't signed, that she wouldn't have gotten offers from elsewhere. Right. I know that when she left MLW, they thought that it's because she was signing with, with AEW. Yeah. But uh, Turley says, put that belt on Willow. Devastated we didn't get her music. Turley says, how could they deprive us of that music? Uh, Willow is starting to emerge. Like when everybody's talking about Athena and Chris Statlander and Jade Cargill and the new baddie, you got Willow Nightingale here who is such a pure, likable baby face. Yep. I, I just, I want to cheer for her all the time. Uh, here's, here's how I, I would book the ROH women's division. I'd have Serena Deeb take the title off of Mercedes Martinez this this Saturday. I'd have her go on a on a heel run where she where she kills everybody, um, uh, like like in, injures people intentionally type of thing. Will only take uh, challenges against people who aren't on her level, then uh, then then injures all of them kind of a thing. And the woman who they build to eventually take the title off of Serena Deeb is Willow Nightingale. Like that, she's she could run the ROH Women's Division like for a while i love i love the idea of also allison k being a part of that women's division like you're gonna have to have an actual division you can't just have like whenever you start doing roh shows which i think we think is on the horizon you're gonna have to have a full division of women there and i don't know how many they're gonna shunt over from uh from aw to do that so adding a few from elsewhere sounds to reason allison k would be a great addition and willow i think could be the heart of that division Tom LaValle says, Chris can take either title. I want to see her wrestling every week. Pulling her from the tag match really hurts her spot in the rankings. I pay such little attention to those rankings yeah. until somebody says, who is ranked what? If somebody has won three, four, five, six, seven matches in a row, I'm like, hell yeah, they've won right. a bunch of matches in a row. They, they give them a title shot type of thing. Well, I mean, pulling her from the uh, for the for the match actually helps her rankings because – she wasn't on the team that wound up losing. Yeah, so she doesn't point. get that little loss, little tick point. in the loss column. So that's good. 
Nerd Guru says, why was the FCW crap in the 9 p.m. slot and not the women's tag match? Come on, that's BS. Why in God's name is Thunder Rosa in a tag team and feuding with Britt again? Give her anything else to do, please. Tired of complaining about their women's booking. I mean, as far as the 9 p.m. slot, I I think Ricky Starks and Danhausen being in the 9 p.m. slot, it makes sense. I don't know about necessarily Cole Carter. Uh, No disrespect to him at at all. And Tom LaValle meant the, the women's tag rankings. Sure. But I I don't necessarily think that maybe the Cole Carter spot should have been there. But if it was like 9 p.m. started with the, the Dan House and Ricky Starks confrontation, I would have kind of got that. But I would just love to see some women's segments in the first hour in general, Alex. Or, you know, how about one in the first hour and one in the second hour? Mm-hmm. Give us two matches. I mean, yeah. have we have we gotten that? Like, I, I feel like in the history of Dynamite, I can count on one hand the number of times we've had two women's matches on a dynamite. Yeah. That's that's inexcusable. So um we've got by the way, uh we've got Jade Cargill picking up the win. They they keep touting her undefeated streak, by the way. But uh Jermaine Dupree, mm-hmm. this is so on brand. Mm-hmm. So on brand. And somebody says why does it matter where the matches are slotted? I go to the bathroom during the commercial. Y'all are weird. Listen, buddy, you ain't getting your full wipes in if you're going during the commercials. And that is nasty, Ricardo. I'm not done. All I right. hope to God you're using wet wipes, first off. But during the commercials, you need you need to regulate yourself. You need to make sure that you're eating the right things. Oh, I get it. No, 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 no. No, it's not, it's not an athletic greens thing. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, athleticgreens.com slash fightful. It's it's great. But I think seriously. I think the bathroom break match is in reference to the people in the crowd. Sure. That they want to make sure they're there for the main event in their seats. And you know, who how how long's the main event? We got we should go now. Somebody says, or Derek says, uh, can someone explain to me why 9:30 is the bathroom spot? I never hear this with the other company. Why is it going ahead of the main event bad? Uh, traditionally in a lot of television wrestling, that's when a lot of people hit the concessions, hit the merch stand because they want to be there for the main event. Right. So, uh, that, that typically happened an awful lot. Rerun says things I'm into baddies versus stat and Athena, uh, Tay and Ruby and a heel turn Mercedes Deeb, uh, team split match. Always looking for seeds in the hater Brit relationship how the thunderstorm relationship evolves. I'm sitting here waiting at based on all that you mentioned saying, where the hell are these tag titles? Uh I mean, at this point, Alex, what I think would make a lot of sense is if Jade Cargill unified the two singles titles, and then they did a set of tag titles because it very much felt to me like the TBS title was established like at, but at the sacrifice of tag titles for the time yeah. being. Yeah, I, I I agree that the tag titles seem to be that if you're not planning on doing the tag titles, this weird now, like, like, Hey, here's another tag team. Well, here's another tag team. These two women seem to be working well together. Let's give them a tag team. I know. Let's put two of our most popular babyface rest, women's wrestlers together and give them the tag team name Thunderstorm, then print a whole bunch of merch for them, but we're not actually going to have a tag team division. 
that doesn't make sense. You got to actually go ahead and introduce the belts. Russell Vibe says the pop for Athena and Jade facing off. Jade uh, and or Jade having Athena to work with is the right, right type of person for her to work yeah. with as well. Yeah. Kylie says, I love Willow. She's so awesome. If not Athena, it better be Willow that beats Jade. Well, I they got something special with Willow Nightingale. Mm-hmm. They, they She will be something special. DJ Page says, why do folks crap in the women's division? I love so many women's matches in AEW. It's a division they can't take up an hour of the show. Same with the tag division. What's there is really good. Well, I, first off, DJ, I want to say it's crapping on the booking. Yeah. And a division, they can't take up an hour of the show. But what are you, what are you talking about? Like we, They take up an hour of the show with the tag team division all the time. All the time. All the time, my friend. So, yeah, they why, why the hell couldn't they? Develop there's, no, something. there's no reason why you can't have one 12-minute women's match and one eight-minute women's match on the show every week. And and, and a segment and another yeah, segment. Absolutely. There's no reason. Nope. JW Pringle says the Crocs are in four-wheel drive. I've, I've actually never owned Crocs. Got some good new slides this week, though. Mm-hmm. Glenn Flanders says it seemed like we've been seeing more Kip Sabian at ringside. What's up with that? Well, he returned to the ring uh, for an indie earlier this month. Uh-huh. So I, and when I asked him, Hey, what's up with what you're doing? He gave me like some Lord of the Rings quote, huh. but, uh, he said, I also says, could that be setting up an MJF return? Hide him at ringside for a run in. Uh, I, uh, that's like 12 D chess. And I would respect it. So much. I wouldn't, if the day that MJF returns is with a, as you would say, a stupid fucking little box on his head. I would pop so hard if one time we saw Kip Sabian lay somebody out at ringside and then he pulled the box off and it was MJF. I would pop so hard. No. (laughs) Man. Uh, I've done a lot of traveling this month, Alex. Have you? Yeah. Las Vegas, Cincinnati, Louisville, Toronto. I got Nashville. I got LA. And no matter where I go, I don't have to miss my favorite shows. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And now all of you can as well. You're going to get a great deal, an additional month free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. But how about this? They've got a plan for everybody. You can start off on the standard tier and just get a VPN. You can move up one tier, add a pass as well, add up one tier, and you you get a locker as well. But that's in addition to the the great threat protection, block online trackers, malware, pop-up ads. All that stuff, which you don't got to worry about that malware at Fightful, unlike some other wrestling websites. NordVPN.com slash Fightful works on all your devices, and it helps you save money as well. You might say, well, Sean, aren't I subscribing to this? How will it help me save money? Well, you can pay a lot less for pay-per-views when you order them via overseas services. Like, I don't know, maybe from Lithuania, if you want to check out some shows. Uh, this week, or maybe the big UFC pay-per-views, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Maybe you want, uh, maybe you want to watch something without Shark Week uh, commercials all the time, and, and you want to subscribe to certain service. NordVPN.com/slash Fightful allows that to happen. Again, works on all your devices. NordVPN.com/slash Fightful. It's good stuff. Righteous versus Dalton Castle and the boys for Death Before Dishonor. Cool. Well, that's the ROH 
six-man championships, which means there's a real easy way to like, hey, those ROH six-man championships will also be defended on AEW pay-per-views. And now we have a six-man, now we have a trios title that we've been wanting for years. You don't have to do much of anything with it except for now those guys travel back and forth from ROH to AEW. Like there's a really easy way to get there. And that makes me excited if they're actually going in that direction, which I hope they are. I mean, Vincent has been appearing on Impact Wrestling of late, which that surprised me uh, quite a bit that that he was just popping up over there. But uh, Dalton Castle, I mean, obviously we had seen him on the show before, but ROH hasn't tweeted like any of the new match announcements out there. I'm like, Come on now. What what the hell are we doing here? Like let's let's get some promotion for this thing out there. Um and I hope that's not like a sign of things to come or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to see if AEW tweeted about it. Like can anybody even send me the, the graphic of this cuz yeah. I didn't I didn't remember seeing the six man tag titles even mentioned on there. I I mean I I saw somebody else tweet out a graphic for it. So. Okay, well, if anybody can pass that along, because uh, I hadn't heard any update about the six man or anything like that. Um, but yeah, well, the main event, holy crap, this wasn't good, Alex. Uh, it was barbed, not. Wi- barbed wire everywhere. I thought the booking was bad, I thought the gang wars was bad, the malfunction of, of the equipment was bad. Um, bless, bless Jericho and Eddie Kingston for, for going through barbed wire and all this. And yeah, I respect them and the sure. exploder, the exploder was great. I just thought this was stinky booking all around. If let, let's talk about the match itself. JW Pringle says, Alex is the best, but he, uh, who else, but he would dress up like a bona fide sports entertainer for our amusement. Because I got one guy. Jake says, outside of blood and guts and stadium stampede, seems like AEW has a bad streak booking these gimmick matches. Well, it was specifically booking. I think the match could have been fine, if not great, Alex. But the booking, woof. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to do um, Jericho versus Kingston in a barbed wire death match where Eddie Kingston goes over as God intended. And that's the end of the few, because, because this has been going on. The whole thing was he had his match with Jericho. And the, the stipulation was, if I beat you, Jericho, you got to shake my hand. And he beat Jericho and Jericho didn't shake his hand. And that was months ago. And we're still here. And you, the, the end of the feud has to be Eddie Kingston beating Jericho once and for all. Does he have to get the handshake? No. Could he? I don't know. But like the the end of it has got to be that. So what the end of this is, is that we get more of this and it feels like the next big show they're doing is all out. And I, I, I that seems like a long ass time from now. It's like over a month. It's six weeks. That's a lot of episodes of, of, of both Dynamite and Rampage to get through before we finally blow this thing off. Um, the thing I hated about it is that immediately when Yas came out and got in the, in the shark cage, I was like, where's Sammy? Why yeah. isn't Sammy in the shark cage? 
Eddie Eddie Kingston is the most street smart wrestler I've ever seen in my life. That's he would thing. be like, no, 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 no. There's one more of you. We're not starting this match until you get Sammy Guevara out here and getting in there because I know what you're doing, Jericho. You're going to have Sammy Guevara come out here and get involved unless he's in that cage. And I, I remember an interview that Road Warrior Animal did, and he said it was very important to their booking that he and Hawk stayed street smart right. on screen. He's like, if you put us up in a, in a mathematical equation, in like an academic contest, we're not going to win. But if you're if you're like, well, why wouldn't we factor in Jim Cornette? Why wouldn't we assume that he's going to be outside doing something stupid? We're we're not dumb when it comes to fighting people mm -hmm. because that's how we got where we were. And that's that's how I feel about Eddie Kingston as well. Uh, you did send me the graphic. The ROH six-man titles are on the line, which is interesting. I've not heard them mentioned backstage at all in yeah. months. Interesting. Matthew says, deflated by that finish and the afterbirth, as Cornette calls it. Just not a satisfying conclusion. I agree. Um, if Eddie Kingston's going to stand tall, why not just have him win? Why have him win the match? And to me, it seems like such a slam dunk for him to compete in the main event for the title at Arthur Ashe. Yeah. And this is how you start that. Yeah. This is how you start that. He picks up a couple more big wins, and then he uh, wins it all out. And then you have this big match, and he gets his main event yep. in his hometown. Yeah. And may Hey, if he wins, huge moment. If he loses, the champion exits the ring. You leave Eddie Kingston in the ring, and he gets a moment of a lifetime. Yeah, when he had never been on national right. TV to to any extensive degree until a, a couple of years ago, right. unless you want to count that Impact run that unfortunately a lot of people didn't watch. Yeah, it seemed like common sense. Bako says Jericho's blading is about too obvious. It is, but also it was barbed wire, so I don't really have a problem with that. He's going to get yeah. cut up. Knocked Bogan says, what have I become? My feuds go on way too long. Sometimes I win matches. I shouldn't something something Judas in my mind. Yeah, there you go. Jesse says, Sean and Alex for this main event give sorrow words. The grief that does not speak knits up the rot thought and bids it break. Alex will understand. Sour graps for life. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't um, good. It wasn't no. good. Um, giving the uh, the keys to the cage to Ruby on the outside, um, like, why not just give them to the big, huge security guard who sits at ringside the, every every match? Like that. That would make more sense. And then uh, Ty coming out off. Like as soon as I saw that, they're like, "Oh, Ruby's got the keys. Ruby Soho's got the keys." I was like, "Well, Ty's not in the cage." Ty's definitely coming out and laying out Ruby and taking the keys. And then the whole added wrinkle of Anna J coming out and siding with Ty was like, oh, I guess, I guess we needed that heel turn here. Huh? Got to do all that. There's so much extra booking. Oh. And then they couldn't get the cage open and they had to yeah. walk through the friggin' bars. Yes. They had to walk through the bars. Kai says Tay and Sammy in the cage and Anna comes and frees them easy. Ian says, just the other week, Dark Order said they were sticking together. Now Anna J turned heel. So unless they all do, I guess she's out of Dark Order. I mean, AEW has generally been good about following up with this stuff. And they're like, what gives? And 
Honestly, I would like to see Hangman and Dark Order involved in a bit of the gang wars. We didn't talk about Hangman Page earlier, but I imagine he's going to be a part of this, which nobody has super chatted about Kenny Omega yet tonight. I would imagine he that he'll be a part of this Bullet Club Civil War type of thing that is yeah. looking like it'll expand. But Nathan says, love the Anna J turned. Everything after that was a mess. Show was really great until that point as well. Which still, again, Alex begs the question. Do we got some fucking women's tag titles coming or something? Because Tony has said in the past, like, sometimes he'll just have belts made. The All-Atlantic titles were made a long time ago. How long ago? I'm working on it. But, um, man. Joel Wood says, at this point, AEW should just forget barbed wire matches. What's the point of having Anna with Dark Order two weeks ago if they're staying only to turn heel weeks two weeks later? Well, I mean, that's that's character development. And right. if, if it's explained, then, well, that's... To answer your question, hopefully tune in next week. Tune yeah. in on Rampage. I tune mean, in whenever, and hopefully they'll got, answer it. We got... Like, it makes sense here because they had the interaction with, with her and Ty after Anna Jay lost last week. Um, Ty was like... You're gonna keep on losing unless you unless you join, you know, join up. And and Anna, like they were left on Anna thinking about it. So I guess she thought about it for a week and she decided to join her old friend. Yes. So. Speaking of wonderful Anna's, uh Anna Bauer sent me a, a gift this week. Aww. Sent my wife a gift, actually. Mm. A couple of posters. Right. But um, what a clown. I miss her. Yeah, me too. Jake says, I'm sick of Jericho and Jericho stables. If he would have lost, I probably wouldn't have felt just like such disdain for it. I still think he's very useful as a performer and especially the name value. Dakota says, why weren't Sammy and Tay in the cage if they were members of Yas? It made no sense. Yeah. And then the way the ending worked was so bad. It didn't make sense. Sammy getting in, super kicking uh, Eddie. And then there was that weird thing of like, Jericho having to wait to do the Judas effect until the Irish whip was reversed and then reversed again. And then after the match, um, Eddie Kingston tried to do the spinning back fist, but hit Jericho in the back of the head when he was supposed to think, I I think to hit Sammy, Uh, everything was so, that was all so wonky. Yeah. And that as good as I thought the actual in ring was that, that, afterwards which whiffing on a punch like that isn't so bad jericho didn't sell it but it it looked a little bit disjointed for sure todd star says feels like tk really wants long-term stories but has trouble realizing what stories call for it and which ones don't way too many stories dragging out months past this expiration date yeah i mean like the yeah the kip miro best friends thing that just went forever and ever and this one has felt like it's went on way too long to I mean, I thought anarchy in the arena was kind of like it. And then it's like, well, no, there's blood and guts and there's this and it's continued even further. I don't think this needed that. No. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Meet Norma says, Alex, are you now the sour maker? Wait, no, uh, that's Vince. Ah, does said the main sour. event motivated me to fold laundry. And Jeremy, cut the shit. Rich Southwood, okay, with Anna Jay apparently joining Yas, I would have liked to have believed the Dark Order would have recruited a couple new members. 
with TJ back together, I'm sure there's an awful lot of women's tag teams running around right now. There are. And again, the two new members I kind of want to see are Butcher and the Blade. Because I I love them as performers. I think they're great performers. Mm -hmm. But we've seen the same Butcher and Blade Mm -hmm. for three years now. Yeah. And they've hopped from stable to stable to stable. And I would like to see a lighter side of those two. I think that would be very good. Matthew says Jericho looks like he broke his nose and compensated. Well, he's a tough son of a bitch, so I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Urguru, what the actual F was that main event? Hated everything. The shark cage served no purpose. Anna J turning heels, not a good idea. F Sammy. Why did Eddie lose? WTF was this duty. He cursed a lot more. Man, when when Eddie lost, I was like, really? And then when he stood tall, I was like, what? Yeah. What? That's, that is the WWE booking that we yeah. often criticize. Uh, gots to get your heat back. Well, I'll tell you a good way. Beat him. Yeah. Beat him. That's a good way. Yep. Joel says it's Alex's fault that we got a Jericho victory. It is. Uh, I'm I am a very big believer in jinx and jinxes, reverse jinxes with like uh, with sports. Uh, if I if I if I uh, root for my team and I'm I'm sitting in, in the wrong spot on the couch and they lose a game, I'll never sit in that spot on the couch again. Uh, and I, I I jinxed everything. I, I as the match was starting, I started putting on the little found the marker, started doing this thing, went upstairs to find my little silly hat. Uh, and I jinxed everything. It's all my fault. Nick says probably would have been fine with Eddie losing if he would have looked joyed by throwing Jericho in the wire, but he looked disappointed. Send another chat by accident. Enjoy the free money. Well, we appreciate your support. We are publicly <laughs> funded. But, I mean, I I don't know, because that would have been even more of the WWE-style booking that I get frustrated by if he was like, hey, I just lost, man. Yeah. He cares about winning and losing. Like, that's important to him. Spine on the Pine said, really fun match ruined by a weird ending. Who did this help? Why wasn't Sammy in the cage? Odd all around. Took the air out of the show for me. I Yeah, I need some explanation as to why Sammy wasn't there. Like, did they, he not they, show they, up? What they said was, we haven't seen Sammy since he went off the top of the cage in, in, in Blood and Guts. So, apparently, he was too not injured there. and therefore not there, but... He was there, and we all knew he was going to be there, so it kind of doesn't hold water. Mitchell says, seems like AEW is 0-2 in barbed wire matches. Yep, I would agree. Curse. Bake 5 says, maybe time for Tony to hire Booker. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. Ain't ever going to happen. Not in Ring of Honor, not in AEW. Nope. Man's going to book all the time, no matter what. That And that's just straight up. He's going to book all the time. Michael Keyes says, this match was just rough. Eddie should have won. I am completely in agreement there. Right. Yeah. Another super chat. I appreciate the efforts by the guys in the barbed wire matches, but they need to work on their finishes. That ending was so rushed and botched. Who were so, like, I love the Exploder. And I, I saw that and I was like, hell yeah, that was cool. That was great. And some of the spots were, were pretty good. It's just the booking that that encompassed it, that, that swarmed it, that surrounded it, and then eventually drowned it was just too much. It was too much. Yep. Sawyer says, I was annoyed at a barbed wire every match, only having barbed wire on three sides of the ring. <laughs> then the finish. <laughs> Tony Khan's barbed wire matches are so cursed. The microphone was great, though. Microphone was an incredible touch. That was a good touch. Really enjoyed that. 
Uh, I didn't mind not having barbed wire on the hard cam side. Like, I kind of like that. But, I mean, maybe don't call it a barbed wire everywhere match. Just call yeah. it a barbed wire match. Yeah. <laughs> that works as well. Uh, Mayan says, did Jericho have some kind of creative control? Seems like he ends up winning uh, the ends of his feuds often. Everybody's got creative input, but I don't know about creative control. But, I mean, Jericho has long pitched stuff for himself and is well regarded for that. I mean, he's a very creative guy as well. Our friend Zach Schimmel says, here's the Kenny Omega Super Chat. Well, that allows me to plug FightfulSelect.com. I know some of you go, by golly, why would I possibly pay for wrestling news? Well, a lot of times when you're getting it second, third hand, uh, it just ain't right. A lot of it is is just hearsay or just poor aggregation. Some of it's good aggregation, but over the last week, we've broken numerous stories over on Fightful Select. Kenny Omega's uh, impending return, Bound for Glory location, uh, an update on Edge's return. We had Kevin Owens' return as well. Uh, Raw and SmackDown producers, backstage news. We had the Raw plans as well. An update on Santana's injury, uh, some frustration within WWE's women's division as well. We had the SmackDown plans, more on the TVPG TV 14 drama. We had the very controversial topic about Sasha Banks' asking price of $30,000. We had Lita outright rejecting WOW Women of Wrestling's overtures. We had the update on the Good Brothers' status with Impact Wrestling, an update on the women's tag team titles, and that's in addition to all kinds of shows, at least seven weekly shows. We also had a 1991 retro review of SummerSlam. We've got dozens in the archives. We have over 50 uh, episodes of Figure Hall in the archives and over 10 episodes of Card Hall in the archives as well. Just hundreds of shows, many of them evergreen, for you guys to check out, FightfulSelect.com. Alex, you do a couple shows over there as well, which uh, the night, two nights after SummerSlam, Sour Graps will actually be on the main feed. I think I told you that months ago. Uh, <laughs> I forgot all about it. Well, you forgot all about that because uh, I'll be in L.A. Mm-hmm. and Denise will be a day removed from her wedding. So, uh, yeah, we won't be there. It'll be a little free preview of Sour Graps. Uh, if, if you watch Raw and think, hey, this could be a whole lot better, well, then I'm the show for you. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a really fun one. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll find a way to wrap old uh, Kate Elizabeth into that as well. Yeah, she she's doing know it. That. She, she is must, doing it, yeah. So of course, she's doing it. Um, and so that'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, over on Fightful Select, I review Raw and SmackDown on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, I have lost patience with WWE's booking uh, and and creative, uh, and uh, I I'm not afraid to say so. I don't grade things on a curve. Uh, something people think I'm harsh or too negative. I just call it like I seize it. Um, but also on Tuesdays um, we do uh, we do the NXT post show. Me and Kate um, over there, and people seem to really like it. It's it's more like a variety show than it is anything else. Um, and then, uh, over on, uh, the know your news channel, Kate and I review, uh, weird, wacky movies and TV, uh, this week, because Hey, it's shark week. We are reviewing not only Sharknado, but also all five of its sequels because they made six of those damn things. So on Thursday, on Thursday, I'll be reviewing, uh, all of the Sharknado films. You guys need to uh, review Titanic too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll, 
We'll put it on the list. I've got some good ones for you guys to review. I got some. We'll, I got some we'll, good ones. We'll put it on the list. Did I ever have you review Wrong Side of Town? Also on the list. Like okay. uh, uh, um, uh, Jimmy has also requ- requested Suburban Commando, so okay. that's that. That's on the list. Guys, uh, thank you all so much. Please check out our sponsors, NordVPN.com slash Fightful, uh, StarCast.com, as well as HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Uh, you supporting them allows them to support us. Until next time, guys, we're out. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.